You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul explains that Midian is practically the Arabian desert, highlighting the importance of shepherdism as the setting for the biblical storyline. I am happy to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together, and you know the story. Let's move ahead by underscoring only the main terminology. He answered, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Sar shofet, which is more important on behalf of God. Sar reflects the fact that he is like an Egyptian prince. But the Shofet, meaning that Moses does not become the Shofet until he communicates the law of the Lord. Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? And Moses was not expecting that. Then Moses was afraid and thought, surely the thing is known. And you guess that in the Hebrew the thing is the Dabar again, you know, you must get used to that. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. Fantastic! Midian is practically the Arabian desert where you're going to meet shepherds and Jethro who was a shepherd and Moses is gone although he was an Egyptian prince he's going to marry the daughter of a shepherd okay that's the difference between him and Aaron Aaron kept behaving as a Levite but Moses no he became the shepherd of his people and that is, according to me, the root of the original Hebrew Moshe. But anyhow, let's move into the text. And there is a well. Notice the oasis. Notice the story of Isaac in Genesis chapter 26. Okay? And Midian is all over the place. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the to water their father's flock parallels the story of Isaac and Jacob the shepherds came and drove them away but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock that is already a text that prepares you for Ezekiel 34 because people theologize like they say so you are painting the greatness of the shepherds and the shepherdism. No! I'm forcing upon you that the setting of shepherdism is essential for you to capture the storyline of scripture at the end of which 
in Ezekiel 34 that controls John, the Gospel of John chapter 10, where there is only one good shepherd. Because Saul is going to be a bad shepherd, and David is going to be a bad shepherd as a king. Come on, friends, don't twist my words. Because my words, as they come out of my mouth, are my teaching, not your notes. But this is what people do. But you said, Father Paul, here I hear something else. No! You're imagining something else. Because you perceive my teaching philosophically, theologically, that this means this, and that means that, and I keep telling you how the text often plays on the terminology. Come on now, friends. the shepherds came and drove them away you remember earlier Lot and Abraham were fighting together and they were both shepherds the shepherds of this one and the shepherds of the other one when they came to their father Reuel that's very interesting which is so silly in the translations but you need to hear it in Hebrew you already heard that one of the descendants of Shem, his name is Ra'u, or Ra'u, whatever you decide, which is so silly. Ra'u. That's how the English speaking, Ra'u. Uh, have you called your son Ra'u? I mean, in North America you could call, you can take any name from the Bible and call him. That's why you have places called Canaan, which is not so good in the Bible, but that's uh, you play with her. But that's not Ru'el. It is as though God is the shepherd, or shepherd as God would do. It is in Hebrew and only in the Hebrew it is not even in Arabic because the Arabic when it comes to names it transliterates as all other languages like Ishmael becomes Ismail I mean it doesn't mean much in Arabic I mean if you can work it against the original because of the roots yes but technically it doesn't mean it and said how is it that you have come so soon today they said an Egyptian delivered us and that's the word Hitzil to rescue out of the hand of the shepherds and even drew water for us and watered the flock very interesting text how an Egyptian delivers the shepherds well jump to Cyrus where he's going to be called by the Lord as his shepherd okay you have to scandalize your people 
when you're teaching hit them with scripture when they misconstrue in their mind scripture not as our father among the saints said I don't care because if this father among the saints is from the 7th or 14th century how did the people of the 4th century understand it oh actually he did the same teaching but he developed it that's why the orthodox do they bring new stuff and they say but essentially it's the same stuff this is the deal with the famous Gregory of the 14th century that he summed up and they play the same game now St. Vladimir Seminary just published the orthodox faith by John of Damascus whom I'm supposed to love and respect and so on because he is one of mine and so on but no it's very dangerous because look at the presentation he summed up the entire theology well if John of Damascus summed it up why do I need Gregory of Thessaloniki Olfrorovsky but that's what we do watch out friends watch out and I'm gonna keep at you against you in every podcast making sure that more people would hear me so that among them they would tell one another no this is what you wrote I don't remember that Father Paul said that and I'll be smiling in my eternal soul from above as the Americans and the directors of funeral homes say okay every story in the Bible is a setup where is he? I will have let man call him that he may eat bread and Moses was content to dwell with the man and he gave Moses his daughter Sipporah okay which is the name of a bird it is used later in Ezekiel but let's move what is important is that she bore a son and he called his name Gershom Gershom is interesting and we're going to meet it later again it's important because it's a combination of two verbs if you like or a noun and a verb whatever you have ger by itself means the outsider and the verb garash means to throw out we're going to hear it in the story of Pharaoh when he let the people go so very important this Gershom it straddles Ger and throw out and then I have been a sojourner in a foreign land Ger okay here the sojourner in Hebrew is not ger but it's another word nokriya those who know Arabic will understand that the root means an ordinary person okay an unknown the Greek would be idiotis okay 
So it's a big play on names, but it prepares us for this Gerish. These people who would be thrown out, will be stranger outside, will find their place in the wilderness of Midian. In the course of those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned under their bondage and cried out for help. And their cry under bondage came up to God. You have the introduction of the word service. Here you have abodah, which is bondage or service. So it's the same word. That's the trickiness. The trickiness of the Bible and the silliness of theology, they differentiate between servant and slave. It's the same thing. We discussed this early on when we talked about Adam as serving the Adama. And God heard her groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham and with Isaac and Jacob. That's the dig always and you're going to hear it time and again and again and again and I will bring you to the land that I promised to your fathers. You see how the politicians turn that. They include us with the fathers. And that's very dangerous in the Bible. That's what we do all the time. Okay, he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because in the book of Genesis we have a repetition of this covenant. I mean, it is mentioned with each and every one. And God saw the people of Israel and God knew their condition. Okay, here again you have the children of Israel and notice how the English just makes it Hollywood style and he knew their condition when the Hebrew says just and God knew but your parishioner knew what? well that's what the text is saying which means it stresses the knowledge of God and it prepares you who says so? obviously I say so I'm speaking that it prepares you for the importance of the knowledge of the Torah which is the will of God and the knowledge of God in his will he knows and you have to know him at least the text opens this possibility up where your English a full addition their condition I mean can you imagine uh, someone who knows Hebrew or someone who knows Arabic hear you they would laugh at you because this is how we still speak it's enough to say what he knew he knew what is referred to earlier which is the bondage and so on the Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.